Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. We are back. We're back, baby. Um, did anybody think to explain to every, did you explain to anybody where we were last week in the Facebook group? Because no, I can't. Oh, I could have done it in the Facebook group. Have you done your homework? Your life laundry homework of oh, trying no. to get us logins to everything. No. I've got a mastermind plan, which is you find everything <sighs> login, we give it to Holly. And Holly is in charge of the logins because... You just named a Taylor Swift song. Did I? What if I told you I was a mastermind? I did. How long is this going to go on for this Taylor Swift shenanigans? Um, Well, put it this way. I've painted my nails a midnight blue to go with the Midnight's album. Great. I'm painting them red to go with the colour of my mood. <laughs> um, I am. Last week, we got half-termed. Johnny selfishly had his birthday. Yeah, yeah. I think I was having some sort of mental crisis. You messaged me saying, my kids are feral. My kids were feral. And I can't, I can't possibly recall. Yeah, my kids were feral. <laughs> I was supposed to be going to a friend's house. One child was ill, couldn't take him, had to wait for my mum to get back. Yeah, it was just like, we can either record this in half an hour with the Harrod children using me like a maternal magnet, or we can just have a week off. Oh, yeah. So we, we, we chose the latter. But didn't tell anyone. No, we didn't. And, and also, like, I, I was, um, we've got a lot to catch up on. Oh, I was slightly bereft because... Um, Milo got so what happened was on Thursday we, we night, recorded and you were in a really chipper mood. Yeah, I so we'd rec- I know. Yeah, so we'd recorded and then we I went to collect Ben from school and Ben had a friend over and Mike was working from home and the friend Ben's friend had literally been here about 30 minutes. They were upstairs playing and Mike answered the phone and it was on next door neighbour. And he said, I think you need to come over. I think your cat is in our garden injured. So Mike went over and you know when you just know? Yeah. You just know. Tom was in and I was like, Tom, just watch Ben for two minutes, will you? And his friend. And he was like, right, okay. And I saw Mike's face and Mike just started shaking his head at me and held his hand up as if to say, don't come any closer. And I'm like, well, God, of course. And I I just knew. So I started taking my jumper off. I had my... Because I Mike, had Mike's jumper. Mike's jumper with an M on it. Mm. Um, and I had my sweaty Betty jumpsuit on underneath. And um, I just took one look at him and I, I, my, my eyes thankfully didn't focus, but I, all I could see was his, this is, if, if you're squeamish. Skip forward. Um, skip forward about 30 seconds. I just see his bone on his leg. Right that way. Yeah. So I wrapped him in my... It's safe now, no more squeamish. I wrapped him in my jumper and carried him back. And you know when everything just goes weird? Yeah. Um, and really slow. And then I had to phone. I thought we had to take him to the vet. To, my mum came, sat with Ben, and Ben's friend's mum came and picked him up early. Um, yeah, and it turns out he'd just been in a catastrophic car incident and he was there was just no saving him basically mm. and I I never thought I'd be that upset about a cat 
And I think it was because it was so tragic. And I think the worst thing about it was that Mike had the forethought and the wherewithal to wrap Milo up so he looked really cute and get Ben to come down and tell him he loved him. Like every time I think about that, yeah. I'm just like, I wouldn't have thought of that. I'd have been like, no, I mine's like, no, God, no, don't do that. And Mike's like, no, no he needs to come down. And that was that Before was it. Before you went to the vet. Yeah. Mm. And that was it then. I was like, shit. So I'm carrying him all the way. Mike's driving like an absolute, like a bat out of hell anyway. Yeah. And the vet and the vet was like, no, sorry. And then we had, and I was just sat there stroking his head while they while they put him to sleep. And 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 I felt like such a bad owner because she's like, Would you like to do anything? Have you prepared anything? And I'm like, No. But then she, I don't she, think she, my mum my mum got her dog put to sleep the next day because he's he was 14 and his kidneys had stopped working. And she's always really brutal. I remember when I had my horse put down, I was, she came with me. I had Ned, he was nine months old. I'd Ned and uh, she was like, don't cry. You can't cry. He'll know something's up if you cry. And just be like having to, to watch it happen and not cry. And it's awful. But I think you always feel like, have you done the right thing? Or is there something you could have done that was better? So like one of my dogs had a tumour they went in for exploratory surgery and then they got in there and they were like, not even going to wake him up. It's just game over. And my mum to this day, I mean, that was a, a, over 10 years ago. And my mum to that, this day was like, I should never have left him on his own. Like he was, he, the last thing he'll know is me leaving him. And it is that awful thing. You just never know. But actually animals have no concept of time. Mm. They don't have the emotions that we put on them. Mm. And also, I just think at the times, like when I broke my wrist, obviously we have to go back to that. But like, pain does zero your brain in, in a way that you're not like, I didn't want to be cuddled. I didn't want to be... I just needed to be alone with my wrist. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I just need to, all I can, like being in labor. Mm. So I always think, you know, he'll have been. She was like listing off this, she was, she was listing everything that was wrong with him. And Mike stood next to me. And it was like, I had to sit down because I was like, fuck, I'm going to pass out in a minute, all this stuff that's wrong with him. Yeah. And I went, so are we thinking that we should be, you know, and she's like, yeah. And I was like, right, okay. And then, I, and then I got home. I mean, obviously, the kids were just, all of the kids, including Johnny, were very upset. I know. And then, and I said to him, I've got to get the other pet. And he's like, Gemma, he said, this is the shop talking. I was like, no, no, it's not. I absolutely have to. It's the only, <laughs> and then I was like, I'll think about it for three days. Um, and then I just happened to see, um, on my phone that someone had some Jack Russell puppies very locally. And I was like, right, that's it. That's the sign I needed. See ya. Come on, kids. We're going to pick up a puppy. <laughs> oh, my God. No, like, do I have any say in this? I said, like, not really. <laughs> really? Not going to check the background? Not going to do any of no. the checks? She's just going straight for the puppy. I went straight in, met the mums and the, the mum and the dad, and they seemed lovely. Um, 
because I think what what type of breed is mouse? Is she a miniature Jack Russell? She's just it's a farm Jack Russell. A what? Farm Jack Russell. She's not one of your spanky Jack Russells. What's a farm Jack Russell? It's a Jack Russell where two Jack Russells live on a farm and shag <laughs> and have puppies in a stable and someone finds the puppies and goes, oh, should probably get, someone should probably have one of those. So I think... In fact, so- that's not true. Her dad's a farm Jack Russell. Her mother is a ter- Jack Russell Terrier cross, quite a big one, that got left behind by gypsies. So she's like a little curious accident. Um, but but yeah. we've always had Jack Russells that looked like Rocky when I was growing up. So the mum and dad were the same size, a little bit bigger than Mouse. And I'm like, right, sold. Yeah. Is that because you love Mouse too much? Yes. And I was like, sold. <laughs> yeah. she's Mouse is a good size. Yeah, perfect cuddle size. Um, yeah. Sits on your knee, goes under your arm, is super yeah, cute. I know. And, and Mike's like, you love that dog, don't you? And I was like, yep, we do. Yep, that's it. So that's what, that's what we've been, that's what we've been doing. Yeah, I've no new puppy here. Obviously, I can only do things in threes. So I've got to find a new animal next because I've got three of everything. So. Oh, yeah. Um, I've never had two dogs before. It's very strange. Oh. Yeah, wait till you go on holiday. Actually, no, Jack Russell's will be all right. Like going on holiday for me is a massive palaver because who the fuck is going to have Menage? I think my my mum and dad will have Eddie because Eddie's never been. Like he, I, I couldn't put Eddie in kennels. No, but that, I have to have a house sitter because I couldn't put Mouse in kennels. She'd hate it. But like if if Rocky had only ever known going in kennels, it'd be all right, right? No, not necessarily. Uh, God, dog. you're so selfish, Rocky. It. You want to go on holiday? Loki, Loki loves the kennel. Loki's like, it's the social event of the year. But I don't like him going in a kennel because he needs a lot of exercise. Well, he doesn't so much now, he's eight, but he used to need a hell of a lot of exercise. <clears throat> and the kennels that he would went to would only walk them on the lead around a field and I was like he's gonna get aggressive if he doesn't have enough exercise but he thinks it's great he's like can I see what everyone's doing what's been going on what's the hierarchy can I worm my way in who do I have to bite I think Magda Magda would probably quite like it (laughs) who do I have to bite yeah, who do I have to? Who bite? do I have to bite to get anything done around here? <laughs> yeah, so he loves it. And then my mum's Jack Russell's growing up, who'd always been in since they were puppies. Bloody, basically needed therapy every time they came back. Um, but the two puppies, the last two puppies she got again, thought it was like a social event, the big weekender. It's like a dog festival, basically, is what they thought. Um, so you, are you actually telling me at this point then that you, have, you haven't actually listened to any of Taylor Swift's songs? Oh, I knew you were trouble when you were... No, from her new album. Oh, God, no, no. I'm going to set you some homework. 
Uh, I will do it if you do your life laundry. I promise, right. I'm going to set you and the laundrette some homework. The first bit of homework that you need to do is you need to watch the anti-hero YouTube video. Right, I'm writing this down. And the second bit of homework is listen to Bigger Than The Whole Sky and Chippy, if you don't cry to that, then I will be impressed. I was absolutely gone when I listened to that song the first time. Bigger Than The Whole Sky, listen, and anti-hero YouTube video, because even Mike liked that, because it's funny. Is it, though? Yeah, and also she's going to be going on tour soon. Um, and I'm at that stage where I'm like, if I can... If I say to myself, I'm definitely going to get Taylor Swift tour tickets, I will lose myself for days. I thought they'd already gone on sale and gone. States. Oh. Okay, but I will do this when I have a message from you saying that you have done the email password. What am I supposed to do? What am I doing? If you go to the email and you say forgot password, it will email you the link. A forgotten password so if i go i have to deal with mariah so i go and i do forgot password and then it says we've emailed you and then i say Gemma, it's emailed you forgot password and you'll be like yeah i'll do that when i get back but i'm currently hobnobbing with blah blah and then three years go by and i'm like Gemma, could you do that oh it's timed out now do it again oh no so i need instagram login because we can't change that. Because if we change the Instagram password, then it sends it to the email. We've sent the new password to your email. Good. Can't get. I into can it. log in. I can log into Life good, Laundry. Good for you, love. Oh, it's got messages in it. That's why I want to be able to log into it, and then I can set us up with our own YouTube channel. Um, okay. Oh, do you know what we could share, which came up? I was having a bit of a clear out of my phone photos. And one thing I will never delete is um, take that prey featuring Gemma Bray when you got your green screen. God, that is honestly, it, I don't, I, you know how people always say, what would your last meal be if you're on death row? what would your last meal be? And this always amazes me because I'm like, I couldn't eat. I don't think I could sit there and eat knowing that I was going to be killed in public hours later. But in lieu of my last meal, I might have, please can I watch, take that featuring Gemma Bray and have Gemma Bray singing me, what did you sing? Paul Simon, you can call me Al. <laughs> that was amazing. If I could find that and have it as my ringtone, I would. You haven't let me. You haven't let me finish. <clears throat> oh, okay, God, is there more Taylor Swift? Just, this is the last thing. Last thing. Last thing. My favorite lyric. Have I told you my favorite lyric? No, I forgot it. Hold on. <laughs> so good, you've forgotten it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I have this dream. My daughter-in-law kills me for the money. She thinks I left her in the will. When they gather round and start to read it, they shout out, she's laughing up, up at us from hell. <laughs> she's left all her money to her cats. I remember you did tell me that. 
For anyone wanting the anti-Taylor Swift playlist, you should all go and listen to The Shape of Punk to Come by Refused, which is about 20 years old now, but still, it's the most opposite to Taylor Swift I can think of currently. Listen, I can't be wrong because she occupied all 10 spots. She did, and it's weird because you know one of those things like when you hear a really weird word that you've never heard before and then you hear it like eight times in a week. Mm. Literally after you said about being really excited about Taylor Swift. And the thing is, you messaged me about Milo the cat. Yeah. And then that Friday morning, I checked in on you about half seven to make sure you were okay. And I said, are you okay? And you were like, I can't stop crying. And I was like, and listening to the new Taylor Swift. So it's almost like Taylor had some sort of premonition that on that morning you were going to need. I almost called. But all my friends, all my, like, I'm going to go out on a limb and generalize and say, all my mum friends, it was like, what the, who isn't listening to Taylor Swift? Is it just me? You know what, Chip, it's, you know what? Do you know what? It's because she's... She's great. I love Taylor Swift. I, I'm not here dissing Taylor Swift. I think she is great. I think she's in an innovative, the word I can't say. I think she takes her her control by redoing any... Do you know what I mean? I think, and I think she's a good role model. And I love the fact that um, quite often her songs are... Um, like taking the piss out of something or the way that she's perceived. I, I'm totally all for that. And I, I will confess, there are some Taylor Swift songs that I find a little bit catchy, but it's just not... She's just not dirty enough for you. She, she, well, she's I just she's like, clean. I really like loud guitars. And, and it's fair, it's fair. And we went through a stage where my five-year-old would only listen to Lover... I like that song. And it was great. I was like, but how do you even know this? But, you know, and I I love that because it's influenced by old school music in a really clever way. But, yeah, it's just not. I really like Nirvana. (laughs) It's just not, do you know what I mean? It's just not. It's not. That's fine. I'll do my homework and you do your homework. I'll do my, yeah. And I, but I just thought it was really funny because I was like, Oh, it's like getting out of your car, realizing that you thought it was a fancy dress party, but everyone's come dressed normally. It's. I was like, oh, okay, everyone's been listening to the new Taylor <laughs> Swift. And then I went on my Instagram stories, and like Busy Phillips was booking um, Taylor Swift tickets, and I was like, oh, I mean, literally everyone, everyone except for me. I would probably find a Taylor Swift t-shirt in Joe's drawer. Like, if you do, can I have it? (laughs) You can. (laughs) Oh, that's Christmas sorted. Any Taylor Swift memorabilia? Has anyone got any t-shirts? I send them my way. (gasps) Taylor Swift cross Gemma sweaty Betty. uh, What's it called? Collab. The thing is, like, I have a certain reaction when anything Take That comes on. If, if Take That are ever interviewed, if Take That are ever at a concert that's on telly, like the, my whole family will know that it's just a <gasps> moment. So right? funny. Yeah. And the same happened 
when she went on Graham Norton, Mike's like, oh, God. I just don't. I feel like there's something missing in my life. I don't feel like that about, I mean, I kind of feel like that about Slash. Yeah. But I don't think I'd ever make that noise, that squeaky noise you just made. I don't think I've got that in me. I think you probably no. You'd, you'd be. Too it's more cool. of a. It's more of a tummy lurch. Trouser orientated. Yeah, no, but like if if like you you can't tell me that if he walked into a room, not like you on your own. If he walked into a party, right, and you were at the back of the room and you just saw him walk in. And you were like with someone, you would go. <gasps> no, I think I'd make more of a sort of low groany, moany noise. <laughs> I'd be going, oh my God, oh my God, if you completely I would, you'd do that and then you'd turn to look at me and realize that I wasn't standing next to you anymore. <laughs> Like, but who's that woman in the background her. flapping? Like, oh my god, that's a job. I'd be like, no, she's not with. I don't know who that is. Oh my god, he doesn't actually smell. I mean, you look like you'd smell. I'd be oh, going to him, but you don't. You actually smell good. I want to put my face in those pits. Oh, well, it's nothing like the armpits of the man you love. Oh, oh, just just under the jawline. That's where I want to put my face. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm going to change the subject. Oh, have, have you? Um, has it been? Has it been raining where you are? Oh, what is going on? Is Biblical it rain. It, it it has had its uses. Joe's away, and I was supposed to clean the ducks out yesterday. Didn't get round to it. I was going to clean them out, empty the pond, do all of that stuff. I just realised I've, I've just painted my nails. I'm going to have to do all of that stuff today. Um, and it was too rainy, and I was like, no went this morning the um pond has filled itself up uh, but it, like spectacularly different that was a lot of rain to go from a half empty duck pond mm. to a nearly overflowing duck pond hope everyone's okay I literally was like I don't want to drive I don't want to drive in this and I never feel like that it's not raining now though is it raining there it's spitting. Oh, it's spitting. It's fine rain. Sort. Yeah, it's spitting. I've got, and I've got, I'm going to do the school one today and then I'm going to, I've got Tom's first parents evening at A-level tonight. Oh, I feel so guilty. I want to shout out to any laundrettes who are listening, who were going through similar. I had three parents evening, two I mean, all three of them were great in very different ways where I just have one where they're like, oh, my goodness, he's so clever. And one where they're like, oh, my goodness, he's so charming. And one where they're like, he's amazing. What extra help can we put in place? Do we need to like we've got a different chair? We've got this. We've got that. We've got. And you're like, oh, God. It's so stressful. It just feels really stressful. It feels like. Do you ever have those moments where you're like, this is too grown up. I can't make these decisions. This is a big yeah. decision for someone. This is like a life-changing decision. Yeah, I had that when I was at A-level, a GCSE. Yeah, you step. had to pick his bloody A-level. 
<laughs> that is life changing. I was sh- I was like shaking. It, it is very. Um, it is. It's a lot of responsibility. I always find in those situations, it's just best not to overthink it and go with your gut. Well, my gut says he's got what I've got, and therefore yeah. I know what he needs. Yeah, and I know I. I but then I have to tread the line of don't assume or don't do that it's almost like the opposite of living vicariously through your child like right but I am the only one basically actually my my sister's pretty good with him and my friend Alison is pretty good with him but when he loses his shit I'm the only one that can navigate it with him and I and that's just purely based on I get it so yeah and actually, it was really nice because I spoke to the Sen lady at school. And she said, oh, you don't have to don't have to worry about him in quite a patronising way. And I said to her, he is an engineer. He can build, literally build you anything out of Lego. He can build you anything out of Lego. Ned um, cut the tooth off his pumpkin by accident. The knife slipped. And Ned was having a meltdown about this. And the other one just walked past and went, oh, you just get a toothpick, stick it up through the tooth and into the pumpkin and it will hold the tooth on. And none of us had thought of that. And that's just him casually walking by. So, I, And I said to her, I'm not worried about him in life at all. I'm worried about him in secondary school because he's not academic. He's very clever. He's interested in what he's interested in, but he is not a hoop jumper. Mm. He's liable to get teased and he will get overlooked. I'm worried about him at school. And I was quite firm about that. And she was like, right, okay. Because the thing is, oh, a bit ranty, but like having a bad time at school, think of all the people you know who were bullied at school and then it's influenced them as an adult. It has such an influence. It's nothing to do with academics. It's how you feel about yourself. And if you feel like you never fit in, you can't do stuff, it sticks with you throughout your adult life. Whereas I know, oh, puppy, I know um, delightfully thick people who are so confident and happy because that's, they were allowed to go through their difficult teenage years being themselves and being supported. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's what I'm worried about. So for anyone, I think it's a parent's evening-y time of year. Mm. So for anyone having to navigate that, I'm I'm here with you. I am. Um, that can't me. join in. She's got a fucking puppy. Can go and get one. Actually, no, can't get a puppy. But also, um, I feel cheated because that the Mag, I don't think Magda was that size when she was born. My last puppy was the size of a fucking pig by the time she arrived. How old is he? How old is he? Um, nine weeks. Um, but yeah, so I can identify that I went to an all girls school. And um, I always, I was like really tall. So I was always taller yeah. than everybody else. I think being really, I've always thought it was worse than 
I always thought being short was bad. But a friend of mine's daughter is 13 and she must be 5'10". Yeah. And she hates it. And I thought, yeah. oh, I'd never thought about it before. But being, you really stand out if you're the tallest. Yeah. And I, and I had really bad skin a whole time through. And I mean, and I'm glad I went to an all girls school. And you were a massive spod. Yeah. But I, I'm thankful I didn't have any boys. I think that could, it would have made it a thousand times worse. Um, but it has stayed with me because I always didn't feel like I fitted in with like the pretty attractive girls you know the popular girls and that is something that I still carry with me as a grown-up so you're absolutely right it isn't necessarily about focusing on on what's going to happen once they get spat out of the school system necessarily it's about what's going to happen when they're in it and how it's going to affect them no one would have if no one would have predicted you doing the job that you do you don't need any A-levels or degree to do the job that you do. So if you look at your job and lifestyle now, your school life academically is pointless. Obviously, it's not pointless. There's loads of stuff that you will use every day, reading, for example. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I hear a lot of people have, a like a lot of my friends would not would have a real problem Actually, the the really tall girl got sent to an all-girls school and I know that her parents were really concerned and would rather that she went to mixed. And I went to all-girls school. But I do think there's a lot to be said for, yeah, not, I mean, girls can be absolute bitches, but you what you don't need is that whole other element coming into it. And there's a lot to be said for going to school with, you know, there's cases for both. But I think that's often overlooked where it's like your skin could be bad. Who Who's getting boobs when? Who smells? Who's tall? Who's short? Who's fat? Who's thin? Who's got their period first? Who's got their period? Who hasn't got their period? Who gets their period at school and doesn't realise it? Like there's so many things that happen to you as a teenage girl that it's bad enough mm. that you'd, I, I just think adding at the time I would have loved to go to a mixed school, but do I need to be, did I need to have that distraction? Probably not. And I would have had that distraction. And I think what's awful as well is everybody, it's now not only that, but it's also all on TikTok. I don't know I don't know like there's a TikTok trend for teenage dirtbag and I did it because it was quite funny because I think literally in every picture I'm possibly on drugs but like I had to look for photos I hated having my photo taken hated it so I avoided it as much as possible and I had to really hunt for any photos of me. Whereas now, everything all the time, all the time. And do you remember when people first got Facebook and suddenly they were uploading fucking photographs and you'd be like, so-and-so, who doesn't like you? Like a girl I went to university with who went out with my boyfriend before me and therefore 
had an issue with me, even though I didn't know her, would tag me in these photos where you're in the background <laughs> mid-sentence with your mouth open and your eyes closed. And it would be like, so-and-so has tagged you in a photo. And you're like, oh, good. There I am. Half a burger in my face at the back of a photo. You don't need to tag me in that. Like, do you know what I mean? I just remember for the first couple of years of Facebook, it was like, oh, fuck, someone's tagged me in a photo. I think that's all stopped now. But it, I can't imagine what it must be like with everything being online. Because I, there's this huge thing about Instagram, right, where it's like everything's curated. Don't get convinced that someone's curated perfect picture is real life, except for you are actually looking at Gemma wearing like a cozy knit with a puppy right now and a candle lit. Let's not, there's a lot to be said for it being curated over just having your entire existence. And I don't, I was on Snapchat for about 24 hours before I just was like, I need to put this in a bin. I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. But I think that's a whole, I think that's a whole world of like everything you do. Angst. And everything you do is sent to everyone and people can send stuff about you to other people. And I mean, it just think about all the stuff. I think everyone take a breath. Think about something you did as a teenager that really makes your toes curl right back into themselves. That was just so embarrassing. And imagine that being... Oh, all over yeah imagine that being all over Instagram all over Snapchat all over TikTok I the used pe- to I used to fancy this uh, boy who used to work in the green grocers near our house oh, right so sweet I bet you did and um I used to think of excuses to um go into the green grocers almost every day like for more carrots mum do you need carrots mum do you need onions mum what are we cooking do you need peas do you need any apples from the green grocers <laughs> I, it makes me cringe, and the the only memory I have of those things is in my head. It just imagine if it mm. pasted all over. I just yeah, it's horrifying. It is. What's horrible. been what's been your positive of the week? My office is finished. Yay! Why aren't you in it? Because <laughs> I do not want to fill it with tat. Right, so Martha, my big, my only named plant. My big, actually, cheese plant is in there. My rug that my mum and my dad collected swords, obviously. And my mum sold some of them and I bought a rug, really nice rug from Weaver Green. If anyone's looking for a big rug, it's eco. It's made from recycled plastic bottles and it's soft. Anyway, so I put the rug down. I moved my desk, which is my dad's desk, in, but I took Mm -hmm. the drawers out so I could carry it, and I'm sorting each drawer. There's going to be no tat. Are you going to be in it before Christmas? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I've done one drawer. I've only got six left. (laughs) Should I Um, send my new best friend to come and help you? Yeah. (laughs) My replacement. Uh, You can send Rocky to come and help me. Okay. How's he doing house training? 
he's got he's doing very well in the he doesn't poo away at night he stays oh. in his crate at night he's doing really well he holds it till the morning and then he goes out he has a big poo and a big wee but he has like got a very small bladder still I think yeah so I've forgotten what to do every 20 minutes oh, oh. fuck off are you serious so every- every- that's why they say don't get puppies at this time of year because you can't have the door open all the time but they have got tiny bladders. The thing about the poos is they are like, someone once described them as sausage machines to me, where it's like food goes in, something comes out the bum. So like, yeah, that's quite helpful. Whereas the wheeze, it's just constant. He hasn't weed for ages. So no, he won't wee if he's on you. So like now, before I go and pick the kids up, I'll, I'll pop, pop him on his lead and we'll go out for it and he'll have a big wee. But like I'm talking like at night in during the evening if he's just wandering around the house. He'll do a little he'll do a little whittle. But I'm assuming, you know, I'm taking him out really regularly after after his nap, after his food, blah de blah. I'm assuming that as he grows, his bladder will grow and he and that will just become less and less. Yeah. I don't remember what I did with Eddie. He just that's the thing with dogs. It's like newborns, isn't it? When you're like, oh, I can't really remember. It just seemed to happen. Yeah. I remember Loki used to crap everywhere and he used to go under things. So I remember him going under the dining table and looking me in the eye whilst he did it. And it used to make me really cross. And then I had this massive falling out with my brother-in-law and he came over to pick some stuff up from our house and he insisted on taking all the piano music. He's a very weird man. And the last ever crap in the house that Loki did was on top of the piano music, which was at an angle, and he pooed so it touched every single sheet of piano music. And I just picked it off and wiped most of the brown off and then handed it over to my brother-in-law. And that's the last time he crapped in the house. And I was like, you were just waiting. You were like a stealth bomber waiting for payback. And it still brings me joy eight years later. I don't need to really ask what your positive of the week is, Gemma. No, my positive is is my poppy. Yeah. Does he go to spin with you in a little pouch on the front? Or are the children allowed to have a go with him then? No, he doesn't come to spin with me. Yeah. Although the first couple of days he did nestle inside my crop top underneath my sweaty Betty. And his little head was just poking out. He used to walk around like, like, like a little kangaroo. Yeah, Mouse used to do that. So sweet. Mm. Little puppies are cute. Yeah. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye, everyone. Remember your homework. Yes. I'd like a 1,500-word essay on the main themes of the anti-hero video. Thank you. Try and stay awake for the full <laughs> thing. <laughs>